Westmore with the More Hair Galore podcast, the podcast where we talk about hair and more. All right. Um, just before we go into our featured guests, I want to do a little bit of housekeeping. Um, be sure to go on to the website, www.morehairproductsgalore.com. And that's M-O-O-R-E, hairproductsgalore.com, where you get all kinds of tips and blogs and profiles of our featured guests that's been on um, the podcast um, ever since January. So um, also, I have a t-shirt that says, I am a natural woman, because you are. And so um, you can check that out. They're $23. Um, very good um, material. It's the spandex uh, polyester type materials, not cotton. So um, if you're interested in getting a t-shirt, check it out at the more hairproductsgalore.com. Also, I have um, pillows that are that would be a nice decor for your living room or bedroom that says, I am a natural woman. For those who are interested and who wants to talk beyond um, hair, um, I have a Patreon page and it's uh, Patreon, www.patreon.com backslash more hair galore underscore one. And I'll put that all information in the show notes. All right. So without further ado, I want to feature my special guest today, Ms. Tamitha Davis Rama. She is the hair creator. Uh, what do you call, uh, what's your actual title? Um, owner, CEO, owner. founder. Okay. <laughs> All right. Owner, CEO, founder of the Transitions 7 Hair Studio. The Transitions 7 Hair Studios, which is located in Greenbelt, Maryland, which is a suburb of D.C. For those who are in the D.C. area, you need to check her out. All right. So we're going to talk with her today. So I just want to just give my welcome. I appreciate you coming on and um, giving me the opportunity to interview you and your talent because I want viewers to know just how talented you are. So oh, wow. thank, thank you. you. I appreciate the opportunity. I'm humbled. Thank you. Okay, um, Ms. Tamitha, just tell me a little bit about your hair journey. How did you start and how did you start your studio? And Sure. Um, so I'm a female, Black female, so I think my hair journey started at birth. <laughs> I'm the oldest of three girls to my mother, so mm -hmm. I was always like the family braider, hair braider, take care of my younger sisters. Mm -hmm. um, braid. I have tons of cousins, so, you know, just... Everyone wanted their hair braid. They would call, you know, call me. That was like my little side hustle um, uh -huh. growing up. Um, as far as my own hair, um, I, I think more like a lot of other young girls, I had my first perm at 12. Um, very, what they call, now we call kinky um, right. hair. But back in the day, it was, it was a lot. Yeah, right. Right. Um, what was your I, first um, hair perm? Was it the box dark and lovely? Like I no, my mother took me, mom took me to the, a salon. Oh, okay. I had a professional hair perm. My mom was okay. very particular about things like that. Okay. Um, but I had the perm that was coarse, like the extra strength. Okay. <laughs> uh, where, you know, your scalp gets kind of like, you get a little sores in it. Right. You exactly. touch it. Yeah, you, yeah, you can't touch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I did that, um, had the jury curl. Um, but I think where I really started to recognize 
my own natural hair was probably in my um, senior year in high school. I was an athlete, so mm-hmm. I didn't really like doing my own hair. Although I did my family's hair, I really didn't like doing mine. So I started wearing braids. Okay. Um, it was convenient. I didn't have to worry about it. I could sweat working out, you know, mm-hmm. and, tie it up and I'm good to go. Right. Um, so I would say from college, um, my first four, you know, my four years in undergrad, again, just wearing braids. Mm-hmm. It was, I went to Howard. So it was, it was very, you know, it was normal. I wasn't like special. Everybody, you know, kind of wore braids. Back. Did you do your own braids or did you just have people? It, uh, it, it, um, it, it sometimes, sometimes okay. I did my own because I had mastered um, adding the synthetic hair. So I would just do the braids going backwards a little mm-hmm. top. Um, or if I just didn't have the time, or just wanted to pamper myself. Mm-hmm. I had a friend in the neighborhood who I was called, hey, can you, you know, do my hair? Um, and I think one of the things that I realized in doing that, I never did it tight. So oh. He never did it tight. So I never experienced that pull on your head. Right. Um, right. Great. Um, fast forward, still doing hair on the side. Um, I wanted locks. And, you know, I have finished graduate school. I'm work, I'm in a profession. I'm a clinical social worker by profession. So I'm in the work field. And mm-hmm. I'm noticing these sisters in my agency got worked for a nonprofit. That mm-hmm. the, the locks, the dreads. I didn't know what they were. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted what they had. And, you know, so I built up the nerve to kind of talk to them about their hair. And each of them, they had a different style, different look, and they also had a different way in which they started. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was I was getting confused because one would say one thing, another would say, and I was getting totally confused. I actually tried locking my hair three times, three separate times before I was successful. Oh Just, wow! Because the okay. feedback, and it was we're talking like early nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't like I couldn't Google it and like YouTube things back then. Mm-hmm. I just had to try it and I did my own. I, I made a small sections, two strand twist, and I kind of just worked it. I hair wore hair wraps. Okay. And really kind of took. Right. Um, and yeah. So then I started my own traditional locks. Okay, so question um, for those um, listeners: What are are there any difference between? I know we had talked about this mm-hmm. um, off uh, air, but what are the difference between locks and dreads, if there is? There's a difference, and I think um, I want to honor that different people think different things. Um, mm-hmm. From my perspective and my experience, um, dreads are more where they're not manicured, so that you kind of let your hair do its own thing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, definitely keep it clean, but you kind of let them form and kind of grow out your hair out your head the way God allowed it to do, and however mm-hmm. it forms. Mm-hmm. Where locks are more manicured in a sense that they look the way they look because I've done something to them. I've parted them a certain way. I palm rolled them a certain way, or I latched them a certain way. So they're growing and they're maturing the way that I'm nurturing them. And that, Got it. So Got that's, it. that's how I define the difference. Okay. And so what are the average time for, I mean, it, I know it depends on an individual, but what's a, when your experience, what's the average time of people able to, for hairs to lock? 
It depends. It really depends on your curl pattern. It depends on how you manage it and take care of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are stages of locking. General, you had your you have your general your infancy stage. That's like you know it's budding. It's kind of mm-hmm. growing. I think it's locking, but it's not locking. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know. Then you have your teenage stage, and that's when your hair. The locks, although you you want them to go a certain way, they'll stick out one way. <laughs> right, they're like you know, pushing back a little bit, and uh-huh. then you have your mature stage, and that's when you have they just fall exactly the way you want them to fall, and they look mature. Um, so there are stages now where you fall in that stage again mm-hmm. on your curl pattern mm-hmm. and how you maintain them. And I like the analogy of how you put from infancy to teenage because the way you describe it is exactly like an actual teenager. They want to yeah. rebel and yeah. some, <laughs> days I, some days I listen, some days I don't. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I, I like that. So uh tell me about how did you start um transition seven hair studio? Oh, wow. So I started Transitions, I want to say probably around 2006. Um, Like I said, I've always had a side hustle. So at this time, I've had a full traditional locks. I've had them for probably about 10, 15 years at that point. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was selling Mary Kay. Um, So I was um, doing a Mary Kay party. Um, and one of the guests came to me and says, you know, um, Tammy, um, I want you to do my hair. Um, and so I was like, oh, okay, I can, you know, put some braids in it, you know, cause at mm-hmm. that time I was still just braiding. Right. Um, it was like, no, I want you to put locks in my hair. I was like, well, I'm not a loctician. She says, well, who does your hair? I said, I do my own hair. I was a little offended by that. <laughs> he says, well, whatever you do to your hair, I want you to do to my hair. So I was like, hmm, okay. I said, okay, I'll give it a try. If you trust me, um, I'll give it a try. So my first client, Miss Nellie, I love her to death. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was the one that gave me that courage to do more. Um, mm-hmm. Bought me my first, like, um, Cape, like Alice Cape. Um, uh-huh. She really, really helped me through that process. I started, she came to my house, washed her hair in the kitchen sink. Um, she had very fine hair, so it allowed me to really um, push myself because her mm-hmm. hair didn't lock like my hair locked. So mm-hmm. I had different things, which means I now needed to figure it out, research, you know. So it really started that way. Wow. So, um, you just mentioned that you're uh, being a loctician. Talk to us about that, okay. being what the actual educational piece of it. Right. So, um, so I do a couple of types of uh, techniques. Um, so I am a, a certified Sister Lock consultant, um, wow. as well as a certified brand ambassador of Sister Locks. Um, as well as a loctician in a sense that I've gone to different trainings, received mm-hmm. certification over years. And I started, again, I started that journey back in 2006. I became certified with Sister Locks in 2010. Um, I took the training in 2009. It takes about a year to get certified in Sister Locks because mm-hmm. after you do the training, you have to present your best work. Mm-hmm. Um, actually present three of your best work. Um, and through pictures, um, you have to get the clients to document the process, how they felt as a client, what mm-hmm. you did. And then Dr. Cornwell 
actually reviews it personally. And okay. then if there are questions, they tell you where the questions are, um, and then you get certification. Yeah, you do have to recertify every two years if you okay. want to continue your certification. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, and I've been certified since 2010. Now, you mentioned Dr. Cornwell. Is she the creator of the Sister she is Lock? The creator, okay. the originator, uh, a powerful Black woman doing her thing, and I give her much respect. Um, and I think a lot of people, because I indicated that I'm a um, brand ambassador, so people are like, well, what is that? What is that? So mm-hmm. basically, um, and this is a process that um, Dr. Cornwell started in 2018. I think I was one of the first classes. Um, they graduated from that. So as you know, we are some creative people. Mm-hmm. Um, even with Dr. Cornwell's process, um, we'll go to a training or we'll see a YouTube and we'll then flare it up. We'll add mm-hmm. our system to it or whatever, which is fine. You know, if you want to do that, that's fine. But mm-hmm. but Dr. Cornwell really wants to um, um, protect and or um, have the uh, fidelity of what she created. And Mm -hmm. she started what is called brand ambassadors. So we studied directly under her um, and we commit that we will stay true to her model um, and that we will communicate to our clients based on her model um, and also sometimes serve as a liaison because although, I mean, her corporate office is in California, it's small. um, And so there are tons of women throughout the United States and abroad that mm-hmm. sister lock. So her small office sometimes can't accommodate a lot of the question and answers that comes past. So we also um, provide that kind of liaison aspect that if people can call us and ask questions. So you're like a, a consultant. Um, if someone like, if okay, let's say someone um, who is wanting to be certified, do they go through the ambassadors? Or no, so they- to be certified, you have to go through her training. The training, okay. Clients who have questions. Okay, um, gotcha. You're more of a liaison. Okay. Right. Gotcha. But, and so to order, in order to train someone to be a certified um, consultant, you have to get certified to train. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's systems in play, place intentionally um, to, again, to make sure that a person who says that they want sister locks and if they get received sister locks by a certified consultant, they're walking away with the model that is true. Gotcha. Wow. All right. Talk about um, the psychological, if there are any, have you had clients that, I mean, it, cause going, having locks in your, it, it's a journey. Right. It is. And, and so psychologically, has it affected anybody, um, you know, in various ways? Like, oh, you know, I re- okay. For I put myself for example. Uh-huh. I'm really considering thinking about it, okay. and I just had a, a conversation with my husband because he knows how I am. I'm a product junkie, and he <laughs> said, "Are you able to not have products, or can you keep your hands out of your hair right. and you be able to do that?" And, right. I, and I'm like, "Oh, I, I don't know. I really want it, but I don't know if I can." Right. So, I mean, how psychologically I talk with people. So, right. one of the things, first steps, is to definitely have a consultation. Um, so, I have a person come in to kind of talk about what is it that they know about sister lines. Mm-hmm. So that's where we do that myth buster type conversation just to kind mm-hmm. of hear what is it that they've heard, what is it that they've seen, um, and what is their expectations. 
Um, Sister Locks is not a hairstyle. Um, Sister Locks is a lifestyle. Um, just like, and Dr. Cornwell says this very eloquently in one of her videos, is that you think of it as like when you get a perm, you don't get a perm to then think about taking it out. It's like mm -hmm. you get a perm and you just allow the perm to do what it's going to do. It's the right. same with Sister Lots. Um, so I really have that heart-to-heart -heart conversation with women just to kind of see what is it that they want and what is it that their expectations are once they get Sister Locks. And mm -hmm. then address one by one. Um, there are, I will say, a majority of my clients are older women in a sense that they've tried everything. They, you know, they've tried the weave, they've tried the wigs, they've done the perms, they've done, sometimes they've done natural and they just want to be able to maintain it a little better, mm -hmm. um, have more manageability, manageability with it, um, and just kind of talk about them. Um, I will say Sister Locks does not, and I want to say this, I do also experience women who have had hair loss for various reasons. Mm -hmm. um, and so they come to me saying, okay, I've tried everything um, and I think Sister Locks is it. And, I, and my hair is thinning and I'm tired and, my, and I'm afraid, so help me. Um, mm -hmm. so actually, because of that, um, I seek to... Um, become a trichologist. I'm still in that process, but I am a board certified hair loss practitioner. So wow. that means is that I do not diagnose. Mm -hmm. um, trichology is a paramedical, which means we're not medical, mm -hmm. but I am able to indicate, I can't diagnose, but I can indicate what could be a factor towards hair loss mm -hmm. and also provide recommendations for treatment and collaboration with your dermatologist if you have one. So with that, um, we're looking at all of that. We're looking at your hair follicles. We're looking at your routine. We're looking at um, tension because there are some people that believe that locks contributes to hair loss because mm. of um, the constant pulling. Sometimes mm -hmm. people lock, whether it's palm roll or latch, they do it tight. And it's the same impact that when you braid and you braid to right. impact your hair follicles. So really being conscious of that and um, and just, again, having the conversation. I also have a lot of women who don't know what they want. They just mm -hmm. know they're not happy with what they have. Mm -hmm. um, so we kind of process that. Um, I welcome those type of conversations. Again, maybe it goes back to that I am a social worker, clinical social worker, mm -hmm. profession. So I enjoy that. I enjoy just having um, a very honest, authentic, non-judgmental conversation with women about their hair and what their expectations are. Because mm -hmm. there are conversations where I was like, okay, your expectations are beyond what I can do. Um, All right. Not meet your needs. Um, but if you want to talk some more, you know, you know how to reach me. Are there um, styles to wear? Okay. Like say for me, example, that it's a temporary, but I mean, kind of I don't like maybe like the two strands, two strand twist mm -hmm. that um, you can get and then come back and, you know, revisit the, you know. Yes. So there's always. So I will say sister locks, again, are not a hairstyle, but if you're like contemplating getting mm -hmm. sister locks and you want to know how to manage your hair in between, mm -hmm. um, yeah, there are other natural hairstyles that you can do. Um, everyone. Again, it, it's based on your hair. It's based on the 
um, curl pattern is also based on the density of your hair. Mm. Some people may have thin hair, um, mm-hmm. but they bring with them a picture of someone who has dense hair. And I was like, okay, I want my hair to look like this. Um, I immediately kind of look at the picture and I look at their hair and we talk about what the difference is. Mm -hmm. And we talk about, again, that goes back to expectations. It's like, okay, her hair looks this way because A, B, C, and D. Your Mm -hmm. hair is this way, A, B, C, and D. So one plus one always has it equals two. Right. Um, Can't get you that, but this is what I can do. So I never, you know, I never rain on anyone's parade to be negative because it's not about mm-hmm. that. It's about mm-hmm. building up. So I can say what I, what can't happen, but I can also, I give what can happen. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Yes. Wow. I, I could tell, you know, you know, you could talk to a hairstylist and you could tell they're just all about, you know, the money and just getting the clients, but you actually nurture and care about, you know, your clients. I try. I really try. Um, you know, don't get me wrong. It is a business. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Mm -hmm. you know, there, you know, there's financials attached to that, but Mm -hmm. it is also, I don't want anyone to say that they came to me and they felt taken advantage of. Um, I don't want anyone to ever say, um, oh, she's just doing it for the money because it's not. Um, I do do, I do have my hair business. It is part-time. So mm-hmm. I do work full time. Um, and so it's, it's not about the money. And that right. at this point, I do want eventually to transition to doing this full time, but I'm just not there at this point. Um, but I do. And I and I respect and I love women and I want people to feel confident because hair is hair. But mm-hmm. how you perceive your hair is very personal to you. So right. it's important that I respect that. Um, and that I honor that. Wow, that's wonderful. I mean, <laughs> I, I wish I was in your in that area because well, you know you can just catch a flight out. I, I can, I can. We have a mutual <laughs> friend. We do down. have a mutual friend. So I, yeah, I you know she's been telling me to come out your way. So I, I may have to just go do that. <laughs> so let's talk about. You already touched about it. So what's in it? What's for you in the future? With transition in the future. So I, again, I'm still on a journey to become a board certified trichologist. Um, my plan is to have that accomplished by the end of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife is actually in um, school to become a licensed barber. Um, oh, wow. Our long-term goal is to like start our own studios, plural. Um, where we're doing natural hair, we're doing men and women, because I my clientele are women. Mm-hmm. Um, we're doing men and women. And we're also bringing in the holistic aspect of self-care, um, health. Um, Transition 7 Hair Studio is more than just a studio. Mm-hmm. So I have what I call um, our spirituality lounge. And that's a virtual right now um, where I, I talk about health. I talk about exercise. I talk about nutrition. Um, and I call my clients our tribe. I send mm-hmm. them a monthly website email where you know I'm giving them recipes, healthy recipes. Because even when you talk about hair, it's on the external. You mm-hmm. have to talk about internal health. Because exactly. really, it impacts what you see outside. 
Exactly. Um, so, you know, and I have a lot of clients who really struggle with weight and not weight because they, you know, they're fitting the, the pants, but we're talking health, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I really put a lot of value on that. So I want our studios to be all inclusive of that. Um, like, I don't know, I envision each floor, there's a different element. You know, one floor has a room where you talk about meditation and you can do mm. another floor is just, you know, you know, you have a kitchen and if you don't want to like be at home, but you want to be around others and you come to the kitchen and you prepare whatever you want. So more like a woman's clubhouse. And par- yeah, yeah. Yes. It's a place where you can go to be around other like-minded women when you want to. Um, mm-hmm. And then do what you do and then go back home. Um, so that's my vision. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I could see that. I mean, that is something that, and, and like you said, it's like, we're like a tribe and it's, yeah. you know, about supporting each other, empowering each other and just feet, you know, gleaning off the knowledge that each of us can, you know, give yeah. to each other. So, yeah. Yeah. and with that being said, um, I know you're not ready right now. But I mean, just based on what you said, that would be a great uh, topic for us to talk about um, through with our uh, with an audience, because I know a lot of women would be very um, open to to that concept. Yes, I I will say it it brings joy to my heart because um, my time with my clients. So for traditional like sister lockery tightening, that's on Mm -hmm. average three hours. So we're three hours together and, you know, you may drop a nugget here, nugget there. Yeah. Um, and for a client to come back, it's like, you know, Tamara, that I changed my eating. I've done da 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 da. Or, you know, I, I have one client. She said, you know what? Because I'm plant-based. So she said, I've decided to be plant-based. So I haven't got my family on board yet, but I've mm-hmm. made that decision. And she was experiencing like pains in her feet, her arms. Um, and this is in January. So my last appointment with her was two weeks ago. She was mm-hmm. like, I don't have that pain in my arm, my leg. You know, my doctor's like, oh my God, things have changed. And she says, you know, it's because I've changed how I eat. Wow. And she was like, okay, give me some more recipes. <laughs> you know, where are you getting that information from? Mm-hmm. So and it's, I don't preach at people. I just hear. And again, mm-hmm. she's dropping nuggets here and there. And exactly. Up stuff when they're ready to pick it up. Well, we, we, we've got to have a, a, another, we've got to have another session. I'm sorry. I, you know, I, it's on you, but I mean, that is the information that um, we all can um, learn because, you know, everything with the red meats and all that, it does, it, yeah. it does something to your body. And I'm, you know, at the age now, I'm in my fifties and it, it's just not healthy. It's yeah. just not healthy. So yeah. we have to make a, like you say, a lifestyle change. Yes. And I, I'm open to it. I would definitely love to bring on in my wife. She's, she's the one who leads me in reference to the health and nutrition. And she brings so much knowledge to that aspect of the company. But great, great. You know what, what I'm going to do, um, we'll discuss that and, um, I'll, um, have a session through my Patreon. page and then you know invite people um to have an event and then you know people can come in and and on the patreon page and then we you and your wife can discuss that because you guys are you guys are doing some things and who knows i mean just um from that you might can have a a, i don't know a region for in dc area and for all four 
in um, Ohio, women want to get together and, you know, yes, do what you guys yeah, do. So. I, I can see that. Wow. I appreciate that opportunity. I Well, I appreciate you. Um, thank you so much again. Um, everybody, I'm going to um, put Miss uh, Tamitha's uh, contact information. Um, she does, you do have a website, correct? Yes, ma'am. It's uh, www.transitions with the S. Okay. Dot net. Dot net. Okay. Gotcha. So all that would be on the sh um, show notes. I'll go ahead and um, link that on my page. And so people can just, you know, check you out. And if you're in the DC area, definitely, definitely. Yeah, definitely. And I will say the meaning behind the, the name is transitions. We're constantly going through transitions. There um, you go. Stage to the next. Sometimes it's just from one day to the next. And seven is like the, 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 the total number of um, infinity. So it's perfect. You know, wow, everything has with you, everything has a meaning behind it, and, and you know, yeah, and I won't say it always because it's intentional, but it, uh -huh. it so it's God led, to be very honest, it just kind mm. of falls that way. And I have a deep belief in spirituality, and absolutely, I think there's a purpose for everything, absolutely. Well, Tamitha, I really appreciate you. I enjoyed um, the knowledge that you've given. I mean, I have learned just in this short period of time, what, <laughs> what half an hour, I've learned so much. And um, you are a talented sister. And I, I, I'm so glad that I was able to connect with you. So hopefully, well, I know, we're, I mean, if God has aligned us. I hope that, you know, we'll be able to work together soon. Yeah. And like I said, I would like to, um, you and your wife to come on and do an event and to share your knowledge with, you know, other women, because we, we need that. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. This was fun. This was out of my um, comfort zone, but, you know, hey. <laughs> and you did it. And, you know, we've talked about this, all, you know, yeah. all, uh, we both are introverts. Yes, and, right. You well. know, so it's, <laughs> it's how you grow. You put yourself out there um, and, and you have so much talent to, to share. I mean, you know, we, we have to, you know, God has, you know, put that in us. So we got to have to share it with others. You're absolutely right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for um, making it very positive and authentic. And um, yeah, I'm trusting the process. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. You take care. All right. You do the same. All right. Bye-bye.